0: From the Boston Globe, this is Rhode Island Report. Ahmed Fitzpatrick. More than 80,000 Rhode Islanders have ancestors from Portugal, including Brian Amaral, one of our reporters here at Globe Rhode Island. Like a lot of second- and third-generation Portuguese Americans, he loves the food but has no idea how to make it. So this week, he's getting a cooking lesson from Maria Lawton, the host of Maria's Portuguese Cable on Rhode Island PBS. What he learned... After a quick break.
1: Hi, I'm Brian Amaral. I'm a reporter for the Boston Globe in Rhode Island. I am here in Dartmouth with Maria Lawton, who is the host of Maria's Portuguese Table on Rhode Island PBS. I am half Portuguese. The half of me that enjoys eating Portuguese food, the half of me that's not Portuguese is the half that doesn't know how to cook it. And today we are going to have Maria show me how to make a Portuguese dish. Maria, thank you so much for having us.
2: Thank you for being here. I think whenever any Portuguese woman is asked, can you teach me how to make this? We're like right on it. Because we, I feel like I have to feed everybody. I don't know why. It's a genetic mutation that I have, I think, you know.
1: Uh, tell us what you are making, first of all.
2: I am making, cause we're here for breakfast. I'm making a very simple dish. It's sobladda, sobladda kum ovsh. is an onion tomato mix with eggs. This is a dish that my mom would make, especially during the summer when we had extra tomatoes from our garden. Uh, Today, we do not have a garden full of tomatoes, so we are going to use good canned tomatoes. I don't wanna hear anybody telling me I should be using regular tomatoes. I wanna give the 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 FYI here. There is no harm, no shame in using canned tomatoes. I'm just saying that right now. Put it out there.
0: Putting
1: it out there. I'm putting it
2: out there. And like I said, this is an easy easy thing, but I'm gonna open this. And if you're going to be doing canned stuff, you've got to do good canned stuff. And this one is organic, comes from California. Out in California is the highest number of people in one state, but that state is huge. Mm. And the highest percentage of Portuguese in a state is Rhode Island. Why is that? Because it's a tiny little state.
1: <laughs> why, did, uh, why did the Hello? Portuguese come to Rhode Island? Why did the Portuguese Fall River, New Bedford, Dartmouth? What, what, what attracted uh, the Portuguese? Two
2: things, the water for fishermen, that's number one, but Rhode Island, it was the textiles, it was the mills, it was labor. You know, when you leave a country that your family is in to go to another one, it isn't because you're a wealthy and doing very well. You're coming here to make a better life for your family. I remember my my parents saying that. They were in their late 30s, early 40s. And they said, "We're, we're coming here more for you and our grandchildren more than anything else
1: as we talk maria walks over to her stove and pours some olive oil into a pan then she adds a little butter perfect
2: we're gonna get this to a nice heat we're gonna wait till it melts Mm -hmm. and i love when i cook um to not just do olive oil i like olive oil and some butter when you put olive oil in there you never know is it hot enough is enough Mm. for me to put it in there. But if you put a little bit of butter in there and that butter starts melting, you know that it's hot. Mm -hmm. And then you can add your food. That's just a little trick.
1: Plus butter's great.
2: Butter's fantastic.
1: Also it's butter.
2: (laughs) It's butter. It's
1: amazing. When the oil and butter start to sizzle, Maria reaches for a Ziploc bag full of cut onions.
2: I had already pre-chopped the onions and I like them mostly half moons, and then cut in half again, those half moons. So what we're gonna do is we're just going to saute these onions in the olive oil and the butter.
1: Tell me about your heritage. You were born in the Azores, right? I was
2: born in the Azores, yes. We came here in the mid-60s, and I was six years old at the time. All my neighbors were all people that my parents knew from the same island, from the same village, and everybody knew everybody. It it was like it became an enclave.
1: Why is it important to keep on to these traditions?
2: For me personally, um, I I grew up uh, very close to my family, and especially my grandparents. We lived in the three family. My family lived on um, the first floor. My grandparents lived on the second. This is my and the third floor was my aunt and uncle. And when I would come home from school, I would go to the second floor to see my grandmother and my grandfather, and they'd always have a dessert for me, waiting for me from school. And my grandfather would have history lessons with me. And he would be telling me how great the Portuguese are. This is what we did. This is our history. And never forget who you are. Never forget who you are and where you come from. And food is that part of any nationality that brings you in to your culture.
1: Growing up Maria loved making food, but she left the Portuguese cooking to her mother. That all changed about ten years ago.
2: In a short period of time I lost all the people that I loved and adored, and that was, you know, my grandmother, my mother, my my grandfather. It was just like everybody, you know, come up from air after grieving one and another would die. It was just like it was a very dark, dark time. And when I came up from air after all of that, I realized that I was losing. I lost everyone. And now I have three daughters that are half Portuguese and half English-Irish, and they can't forget where that half came from because that is so important. So I wrote a book. I wrote a cookbook, and it... I did not think anyone would ever see it because I made it. I wrote it for my my girls, my nieces and nephews, my sisters. But, you know, it had another thing in mind. It has a mind of its own, the book.
1: Eventually, that cookbook got published and sold pretty well, which inspired Maria to make a TV show.
2: When I was doing book signings and book talks, that's when people would ask me, why, aren't, why don't we have a cooking show? Why, don't, why isn't there something on TV that talks about the Portuguese? There's every other nationality except for Portuguese. And someone had said, you've got to go to Rhode Island PBS. So I thought, okay, let me go to them. Let me call. I don't know who I'm going to talk to, but I'm going to tell them that they need to do this. And they actually took my call. I made an appointment. I went in and I sat down with a table full of people and told them that I think they need to do this kind of show. And at the end, they're like, that's a great idea, Maria. Go right ahead. And I'm like, what do you mean go right ahead? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm coming here to tell you this is something you should be doing. Mm. And I'm like, I I have no idea. I have no idea what to do.
1: Since then, Maria's filmed two seasons. The second one comes out later this year.
2: Now it's like I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to make sure that people see their culture on TV, which is something they did not see before, unless you were watching a uh, Portuguese uh, show. But I wanted it in English language because the third, sometimes second, third, fourth generation, they do not speak the language, but they still wanna know about their culture. It's literally a love letter to my culture. That's how I see it.
1: Back in the kitchen, the onions in the pan are turning a golden brown.
2: We're not going to caramelize this. If you caramelize it, it would go even one step further. It'd almost be brown. So at that point, that's when you put in your garlic. And I get garlic during the summertime. And you can freeze it. And you can have garlic in your freezer for up to a year. And now we're going to add the diced tomatoes. a nice sizzle isn't it so what does it smell
1: like what's the well go in come on in smells like home it It it,
2: doesn't it it smells wonderful and what i'm going to do here we can add i'm going to add more tomatoes in here because we're going to just really bring that in
1: there's a you were talking about loss and nostalgia there's a portuguese term for that right
2: Sudades. what does that mean to you a longing a missing, a sudad is wanting to go back to that time. It's just, it's it, it can be any of that. But for me, sudad is, is belonging. Belonging to be once again with everybody at that table. That is sudad for me.
1: Maria opens up her refrigerator and pulls out a glass jar of hot chopped peppers.
2: Now, I can add some spice and heat into this. Can you handle it? I
1: can handle a lot of spice. You can handle
2: spice. Okay. I think he just threw down the gauntlet.
1: The gauntlet has been thrown. The gauntlet has been
2: thrown. It's going to be more of a heat than uh, like, oh, my God, I'm going to, you know, whatever.
1: It it does feel like a sort of quintessentially Portuguese dish. What do we have? We have butter, butter, salt, olive oil. Yes. Onions, garlic, tomatoes, and now hot peppers.
2: And now the smell just changed.
1: Oh, yeah. That's good. That's the good stuff.
2: All right. I'm going to lower this down. I like the the tomatoes to break down just a little bit more. Um, as you can see, the garlic, I like it in big chunks um, because I personally like garlic. I think we have like four cloves of garlic here. I have to start poaching eggs, guys. I oh, have to later. start doing that because it's it's ready. It's it's absolutely ready. Uh, do you want one or two eggs? I'll
1: have one. One's good.
2: Just one. You're just doing one. Okay. I all right. I'll have two.
1: Come on. Okay. I'll do two. All
2: right. I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna
2: I'm, do this. I don't to be rude. Don't be rude. Do not be rude. Okay. Cracking it first into a glass bowl, and what I do is I just make a little indentation in the sauce here, and you would just lay it in there. And you're gonna be doing that for all your other eggs. If you weren't here, I'd be cracking it right in there. But the proper way is to do it this way so you don't get any shell into your, into what you're making.
1: i oh, never anybody I've eaten a lot of shells in my day, know, it's
2: fine. You know, it's coming out of my kitchen, you're not having a shell, okay? <laughs> 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 oh, oh. No, this is wonderful. I'm just gonna cover this up and i'm going to let the steam now do the rest and that is it's going to be poaching the eggs now in there
1: about 5 minutes later maria lifts the lid and takes a look inside
2: and we're looking to see how it's cooking or poaching and as you can see it did not take that long did it no. uh and sort i just want a wanna... tomato
1: base with some some chunks of egg in there looks like almost like a tomato sauce but with some you know more breakfasty eggs right
2: correct See how this egg white right here, see, it's a little still, a little. it's going to be a little runny, so we don't want that. I'm okay with the egg yolk being a little runny, Mm -hmm. but I don't want the egg white to be runny. I want that to be And this,
1: obviously, we've been talking through this, but this would take, if you're just banging it out, 15, 20 minutes maybe?
2: Tops. That's it.
1: Pretty simple, too.
2: It's simple. I think I could do it. Of course you can do it. All right, so now I'm going to get our bowls, Okay. and right. we're going to enjoy that.
1: Maria carefully spoons two eggs into my bowl and then adds more of the tomato sauce.
2: All right, go, let's go. All let's right. go have a seat. Let's go have a seat. Let's see if you like this.
1: That's good. <laughs> mm. Wow.
2: Did he just say wow? I think he said wow. The-
1: the egg got the the yolk got so firm like i oh, i was did. wondering if like I which is good long. no i think it's i think it's good in this because you you know that you're getting the egg like you kind of know where it is yeah i think it's you know in a tomato based meal i think you might expect some like sort of stewy like meaty things so the fact right. that there's a yolk in there i think right. makes it right. makes it really good the spiciness is at a really good level, you could get some, a little bit of heat, but not- Correct. Not overpowering.
2: Correct. And that's how I like it. I don't like it when it's to the point where you're like, you're sweating and you're like, whew, this is like really hot. Your tongue gets that right away, right off the bat, you mm, get that little kick and then it's a little heat and then it goes away, which is yeah. perfect.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I, obrigado, as they say. Yes. This is very good. Thank you very much for uh, for cooking for us. And and I think going through this process, I think I can do this.
2: Oh, I know you can. I, think I, can do I, I have all the faith in you that you can do this. I, I just do. I
1: will report back to you, though. Yes, I need to know. I, I, can I call you while I'm doing it and you yes. can walk me through the entire time? <laughs> yes. And by that, I mean, can you come over and make it for me mostly?
2: Uh No. <laughs> okay.
1: okay, all right. Deal. I think that's...
2: <laughs> all right, let's enjoy.
1: A few days later at my home in East Providence, I tried to make this dish myself. The first barrier was that I didn't have the same sort of skillet Maria had, but I made do with a knockoff Le Creuset skillet. And I gave it a shot. And you know what? It was, uh, it was pretty good. It was not as good as Maria's, but I liked it. I didn't get any eggshells in it. I made it a little bit too spicy, which is the perfect amount of spice. And I think I'm going to try it again, and I think you should too.
0: To see a picture of the dish Maria made and get a recipe, go to globe.com slash Rhode Island. That's globe.com slash Rhode Island. Rhode Island Report is a production of the Boston Globe in collaboration with Rhode Island PBS. Today's episode was produced by Megan Hall, Carlos Munoz, and Scott Hellman. Audio mixing and mastering by Marissa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Our music is from APM. And if you like the podcast, do us a favor, follow the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm Ed Fitzpatrick. See you next week.